June is National Internet Safety Month. What does that mean, and how can you contribute? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Michael Kaiser. He's Executive Director of the National Cybersecurity Alliance. Michael, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. To start out with, why don't you tell us a little bit about the National Cybersecurity Alliance and what it is that the group does? Well, the National Cybersecurity Alliance is a public-private partnership. We work with industry and government to promote and to promulgate uh, education and awareness on how to keep people safe and secure online. We believe that um, by encouraging the public and others, small businesses, and uh, changing the education system about how we teach people about uh, safety and security on the Internet, we can actually empower people to take control of, the, of their online experience and we can make the Internet safer for everyone, and then we can all go on and do the things that we want to do on the Internet, uh, commerce, connections, um, communicate with each other, uh, create communities in a safe and secure way. Well, let's talk then about National Internet Safety Month. What exactly does the designation mean, and, and what's the mission of the, of the designation? Well, really, it's an opportunity, uh, you know, it, as we have in other times during the year, to just remind people about what they need to do to stay safe and secure online. Uh, June, which is the month, uh, uh, Internet Safety Month, really is a, is a good time to do that because it's a time especially focused uh, in this effort on um, parents and children. Uh, and, you know, as you well imagine, schools are starting to get out for the summer, and kids um, may be spending more time online during the summer than they did uh, during the school year. They may have more free time. They may um, you know, more opportunities to go online. And so we just want to remind people during this period um, of the thing, kinds of things they can do to stay safer and more secure online uh, and remind parents that they should be talking with their children about online safety and security. Michael, the threat landscape is so broad and so evolved, and you've got phishing, you've got malware, you've got the threat du jour. What do you see as the top cyber risks that your organization wants to warn people about? Well, I, we try to look at this in two different categories uh, of risks, right? There are the risks um, that are out there sort of generally in the ecosystem. We'll talk about those in a second, as well as um, the risk that people can um, mitigate against themselves. And there are two different kinds of risks, right? There's some risks that people can protect themselves against at some level, and there's some that, you know, that they shouldn't worry about, uh, about as much because they're not in their control, right? But in terms of the specific risks that we're worried about these days, I think, you know, malware, um, malicious software, badware are all really still on our top of our list. Uh, you know, when you're talking about uh, personal com devices, um, you know, not just computers, but uh, tablets and phones and um, other ways that people connect to the Internet, we're really concerned about those systems having software on them that does damage to the, not only to the networks, but to the people who, whose computers are infected. So, for example, you know, when we think about, you know, someone, you know, just a home computer user who may visit uh, a website that puts malware on their system that steals their personal information or then um, connects their computer to what's known as a botnet, which is basically a, um, a network of infected computers, and that botnet is used by cyber criminals to, <coughs> excuse me, uh, you know, send out spam, send out malware, um, or steal personal information. Um, that would be the top of my list uh, right now for individual users. You spoke a few minutes ago specifically about school children being out for the summer. Generally, who do you see as the people most at risk on the Internet? 
Is it children, or are you also looking at seniors, for instance? Well, you know, I think, you know, in terms of categories, um, certainly um, children are at risk at some level if they're, you know, starting to use the technology in ways um, that they don't really understand. If they haven't had the proper uh, training, if they haven't had the proper education about how to behave on the Internet, what's safe to do, what's not safe to do, they're certainly at risk. They're going to be at risk to things like phishing scams and other kinds of social engineering um, where they just may not have the life experience to be able to understand that what's being put in front of them is something that's, you know, not true or too good to be true or, you know, that free iPad that's not going to happen kind of um, approach. So we do think the kids are at risk in those kinds of ways. Um, they're also at risk, you know, to interpersonal things like cyberbullying and other things that they may engage in, you know, as a social part of the Internet as well. Uh, but when it comes to risk, it's really, you know, from my perspective, the people who are most at risk are the people who aren't paying any attention to the risk at all. And it doesn't really matter if they're 15 or 50 or, you know, 95. If they think that there's no risk at all on the Internet or if they, or if they don't need to, or if they don't play any role in protecting themselves on the Internet, they're going to be at the, at the largest risk. I was going to say, when you were describing children, it sounded like you were describing a number of people I encounter in the workplace. None of us has much of life experience in some of these issues. Well, you know, that, that that's right, and so that's why it's not really, you know, you don't want to put everybody into the bucket. It's really, the goal here is that, you know, we're digital citizens, and we all play a role, not only protecting ourselves, by the way, which is obviously very important to most people, um, you know, protecting their finances, you know, protecting themselves from identity theft or other kinds of uh, harms that could happen to them, but what you do on the Internet also has an impact on others. You know, just the example I gave earlier about botnets, if your computer becomes part of a bot, um, your computer is doing damage to other computers across the Internet. And I think in general people don't, you know, don't want that to happen. I think they want to be good digital citizens uh, and have um, a good, safe experience on the Internet. Now, part of the National Internet Safety Month campaign is the, the campaign of Stop, Think, Connect. Can you talk a little bit about that, please? Yeah, Stop Think Connect is the uh, national campaign on cybersecurity education awareness. It was developed by 25 companies and seven federal agencies, uh, you know, starting a couple of years ago, really with the notion that we didn't have in online safety and security uh, education awareness what we have in other cultural issues that we want people to stay safe and secure. So, like traffic safety, look both ways before you cross the street, or, you know, fire safety, stop, drop, and roll, or only you can prevent forest fires. We have, usually as a culture, come up with a harmonized message that makes it easy for people to understand um, what their roles and responsibilities are um, in protecting themselves and also protecting the environment around them. So Stop, Think, Connect was created um, to do just that, and it was based on research. We went out and talked to consumers about the kinds of messaging that would um, uh, encourage them to act or might want them to learn more, and Stop Think Connect came through very strongly uh, with consumers. And so the way it works is that's the overall message. We have other messages, you know, the basic tips and advice about how to stay safe and secure online, like keep a clean machine and protect your personal information. But the message gets deployed across um, the Internet by partners who participate in it. So in the federal government, for example, the Department of Homeland Security leads education and awareness uh, for the federal government. They use the Stop, Think, Connect campaign, and they promulgate it through all their networks. 
companies promulgate it as well, and this builds on a trusted network so that consumers can see it where they already are, right? Um, whatever you know, websites they're visiting, um, instead of having to go somewhere else to learn about it. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the government. We serve certainly government agencies, healthcare entities, banking institutions. What are ways that organizations and individuals can participate in the National Internet Safety Month and, and beyond that, just in the efforts of the National Cybersecurity Alliance? Well, I think there's a couple of different ways. You know, first off, um, they can start, I, I think everybody needs to start by educating the people that are around them. For some people, that's going to be the employees within their organization, um, but it could also be their customers, or it could also be the citizens that they uh, serve if they're a government agency. Um, we believe that people uh, learn best uh, by uh, hearing about these messages from the networks that they already trust, right? So whether it's their ISP or security software provider or government, perhaps local or state or federal government agency that they tend to uh, um, view their websites, that that's where they can learn. So we really think if everybody took the time to educate those in their networks who already trust them, we would make a huge difference. Um, they can go out um, and put stuff on their website. They can talk in the community. They can do, um, you know, put things with uh, bills or other communications uh, with uh, customers or citizens. is a great way just to get the message out, and we've seen uh, people do that in the past. Um, in the, you know, looking forward, there are other opportunities in the year. So certainly in October, which is National Cybersecurity Awareness Month, which is a month that we also promote uh, very strongly, and we do that in partnership with the Department of Homeland Security and a lot of industry partners, um, people often gear up for that uh, and try to get the messages out through their networks at that time as well. Michael, as you know, we see breaches in every sector every day. What advice do you offer to individuals and organizations to make sure that we're safer on the Internet in July than we are in June. I think people, so, you know, again, this kind of falls down into a few different categories. So if you're an individual, the thing I want you to do first off is make sure you have a clean machine. And by that, what we mean really simply is that you have a full and robust security suite operating on your computer, that that security suite is current, um, that the subscription is current, that the updates are happening, uh, and that you're protecting your machine as best you can. Um, and that you're also making sure that your um, web browser, if it needs to be updated, or if your um, operating system needs to be updated, that you're installing those patches on a regular basis. If, um, if you're a business, on the other hand, I think you have a different responsibility. You need to do both that. You obviously want to have a clean network. You want to have you know, um, a network that's free from malware and malicious software. But you also want to make sure you understand your risks, so what's the information that you have, what information do you need to protect, what's the potential for losing it. Um, you want to make sure that your employees are trained and that you have a policy about how they can use the Internet in the workplace. Uh, you know, uh, our research has indicated that you know, a fair number of companies don't even have Internet or even informal Internet security policies around what kinds of websites folks can visit uh, at the workplace. People need to be looking at mobile and what kinds of devices people are bringing into the workplace and how they're connecting to their networks as well. Um, so uh, for businesses, we really want people to have a, a plan. Um, they should be creating a plan not only to secure their network today, but to strategically invest um, in making sure that their networks are secure going forward. Excellent, Michael. Thanks so much. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Uh, it's my pleasure.
For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.